just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. Times of refreshing with Chris Christinado. I want you to invite somebody to enjoy the same message. This is a meal you cannot take alone. And it's a privilege to be coming your way with times of refreshing today. I want us to pray and then we can start. Father, thank you so much for given us the opportunity to see today. I pray, Lord, that as you keep blessing us with revelations, Lord, this session will also be another opportunity, Lord, to receive revelation from you. I pray that, Holy Spirit, you bring us into all truth. Use me to be a blessing to your people. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So like I said, this season I'm talking more about... um, what happens when you're born again? What happens when you are not born again? And so on and so forth. And one of the best manuals that we can look at and then help us understand is a book that my father, the prophet, has written many years ago. What is called the Gospel Salvation. Some years ago, it used to be called the Seven Great Principles. And so I've been having this discussion from this book. And I believe that God is blessing us and today is going to be more powerful. So today I'm talking about after you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby. And it must grow. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. As it's so like we've established, you know, the man is a spirit, has a soul and lives in a body. So every human being is a spirit Lives in a body And because of that has a soul So like I said Your soul has to do with your mind Your emotions And your will You see, And then we also look at the fact that The spirit of an unsaved man is dead And desperately wicked So anybody who is not born again You can be sure that That person's spirit which is disconnected from God Can easily allow the devil to do anything With him and through him And then the last session I shared with you That the spirit of The righteous man is The spirit of a saved man is righteous and truly holy You see So someone who is also born again Has his spirit connected to God And that nature of God Is what makes the person's spirit Righteous and truly holy And that means that Like I said the other time If you are born again Yes sometimes your flesh will lead you into sin but those sins are the ones that the Apostle John was teaching. That if you confess your sins, it's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all righteousness. All righteousness. So now, if you are not born again and you are a sinner or you live in sin, that sin that you are living in is not just from the flesh, but it comes right from your spirit. And that kind of sin is not the one that God says, if you confess, he will forgive you. But you would have to really accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior as your first step of having God to come into your life 
And that's the difference between somebody who is not born again, who is living in sin, and someone who is born again, who makes a mistake of cause falling into sin. So, with that understanding, today I'm looking at when you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby, and it must grow. You see, so I want us to just look at um, this scripture, very important scripture, First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. It says that as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. You see? So that's the basis for this particular discussion that I'm going to have with you today. As newborn babies, some will say babes, desire the sincere milk. This is a command. Desire the sincere milk of the world so that you will grow. So that you may grow thereby. You see, when you get saved, there's no doubt that something great has happened to you. That is spiritual speaking. That's a fact. But however, you must understand exactly what has happened to you. A spiritual baby has been born into the world. The Bible calls such people new converts or spiritual babies. You see, so they are not born as spiritual giants or spiritual adults. They are just babies in the spirit. So like two, that's the session that we had before this one. Remember I took my time to explain to us that your spirit which was dead, once dead, when it becomes born again, is like a baby that has been born. So it's now supposed to grow and then take charge of your flesh. Till it does that, your spirit is a baby. When somebody is born into this world, he starts life as a baby, isn't it so? It's so. And so it's important that that person matures into an adult. But unfortunately, there are times when people have the wrong impression about what Christianity offers. It's so sad. For instance, the evangelist will preach and say, Tonight is your night. Say things that your life will never be the same again after today. Goes on to say after tonight, every yoke shall be broken in your life. And sometimes being declares, all you who are heavy lady must come to Jesus and he give you rest. And this gives a feeling of an instantaneous breakthrough. But Christianity is not an instantaneous cure to all the ills of man. It's not. It cannot. Being born again is just the beginning of a long process. It's like Jesus said to Nicodemus, unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And when you look into the amplified version of that scripture, John 3, 3, it says that as newborn, it said unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into God's way of doing. So the kingdom of God is God's way of doing. So if God's way of doing like is to really understand that the Holy Spirit must come, the Holy Spirit must teach you, the Holy Spirit must show you things, you need to have dreams and visions, have it interpreted to you. God's way of doing. For instance, when it comes to finances, God's way is that you need to, after you are blessed with your income, give one-tenth to the Lord. It's a giving of 90%, 90, keeping 90% and giving of your 
It doesn't make sense. But God says that that is how you get blessed. So if you are not born again, if you don't have your heart generated, your spirit man regenerated, it will be difficult for you to understand something like that. And no wonder you see people who are not born again, they pick up on Christians and argue with them on a lot of issues. Because unless a man is born again, he cannot enter God's way of doing. He cannot enter God's supernatural way of going about things. I hope you understand it. So you must go through all the stages of growth and development. Without growth, the effect of Christ on your life is often not seen. Because you see, like I explained the other time, the flesh over all these years that you have been on this earth is used to the evil things that the flesh manifests. Like in Galatians 5 verse 19, it talks about some of the evil things that the flesh manifests, like adultery, like fornication, cleanness, lasciviousness. It talks about um, emulation. It talks about sedition. All these things are the manifestations of the flesh. They are in the flesh. So let's say if somebody has lived on this earth for 20 years, and at the age of 20, gives his life to Christ. What it is is that the flesh is already used to some of these things. And so the spirit which is now born again is a baby. And so the spirit man would want to do this that God wants it to do. But because it's a baby, it cannot because the flesh which is now not a baby but an adult will be influencing the spirit. So now it is, it is, it is, it is important for the spirit to grow up and get to the point where it can now by itself say no. And that is the point where now if the spirit can say no, then the flesh has no option. But the flesh's manifestations has to come down. And that was what Apostle Paul was saying. He said, put your body under. Is it so? It is important for, for, for growth to be seen in every Christian's life. There's very little difference between an unbeliever and a baby born again Christian. Who has not bothered to grow And that is why we always ask converts to go to church And receive the word of God So they can grow in their faith That is why we always say that converts must read their Bible every day And not only converts That is why as a Christian You must read your Bible every day You must listen to messages every day So that you increase Spiritually Now I want you to know that you must go through Three important stages of development As a Christian Every Christian goes through these three stages Whether he knows it or not And somebody may be asking What are the stages The baby stage is one The childhood stage is another And the mature adulthood stage So you have the baby stage The childhood stage And you have the matured adulthood stage So what it is today I want us to look at the different stages And some of the characteristics of the stages and today I'm just sharing with you for a short time. So I pray that you get blessed. So the first is the spiritual baby stage. Like I read the scripture before, First Peter 2.2, 2, I'm reading again. It said, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So when you are just freshly born again, you are a spiritual baby. When a, Christ, a Christian is at the baby stage, of his development. He has all the characteristics of a natural baby. What are those? For 
for instance, babies cry a lot. And so that's naturally, physically. Babies cry a lot. So what does it mean if you're a spiritual baby who cries a lot? Anyone who is easily offended is an immature spiritual baby. So you easily get offended. You come to church and then the usher says, that sit here. And then you go and sit there and another usher comes out with, sorry, please move and come and sit here. If you're a spiritual baby, you can be offended. How come that I've come to church and then they just keep asking me to sit? Don't they know what they have to do? I I even go to that church again. So when you have people who get offended, they are showing signs of being spiritual babies. Always upset about one thing or the other. And to be very honest with you, churches have babies who are offended when the pastor does not say hello to them or even visit them. So now you who is listening to me, I'm asking you to ask yourself, am I easily offended? Do I always have something to complain about? Then the truth of the matter is that you may be a spiritual baby. Baby Christians, like natural babies, are unable to control themselves. Isn't it? For instance, a baby defecates anytime, anywhere, and in front of anyone. Is it a baby with a mom? Then starts wooing, start pooing, defecates anytime, anywhere, just like MTN, anytime, anywhere, <laughs> and in front of anywhere. So, a spiritual baby in that context continues to live in sin according to the manifestations and dictates of his flesh. If you are living in immorality and have no control over your flesh, then you are probably a spiritual baby. Because a spiritual baby cannot help himself. He needs someone to counsel him and pray for him. The question is, can you not pray for yourself? Can you not read the Bible and seek for understanding yourself? So a lot of spiritual babies are at the stage where they cannot read the Bible for themselves. Sometimes they read and they don't even understand the basics. And so if you cannot, then perhaps you are in Christ. So let's look at that And then those who are Christian Babies Spiritual babies must move on And become the Spiritual childhoods So that takes me to that stage The childhood stage In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14 Bible says that, that We henceforth be no more children Tossed to and fro Emphasis Tossed to and fro So as I'm sharing this with you, ask yourself, am I a spiritual child or am I a mature Christian? A spiritual child is the second stage of your Christian growth and development. This is because the attention span of a child is very short. And in fact, it is difficult to hold the attention of a child for more than a few minutes. And that's true. If you move around from church to church every few months or years, I put it to you, you are immature. And because of that, there are many childlike Christians in the church today. Initially, they are excited by the good word. And after this, they feel they need special prayers and anointing. After that, they are convinced that the holy bath is what will solve their problems. And they are always sniffing for something new and changing their minds about what they once enjoyed. In the same way, a man who constantly changes his mind about who he wants to marry is a child at heart. Why? Because he's unsteady. He's unsteady. 
he cannot take a decision for himself to be stable. Another sign of a childlike Christian is that he engages in fruitless, playful activity. That's naturally. You see the child will just jump, go, play football, come, his dirty clothes. I mean, that's a child. You're looking at two, three, four, five, six, seven. Child. So spiritually, a, a, a childlike Christian is that, that person who engages in fruitless, playful activity. Emphasis, fruitless, playful activity. And what does he mean? Naturally, he does not contribute to the home in any way. They are just happy to enjoy the provision. A Christian who is in this childhood stage does not contribute to the growth of the church. He witnesses to no one, invites no one to church, does not support financially, does not pay his tithe, his first and best fruits. That's a spiritual child. He doesn't contribute to the furtherance and the growth and the development of the home. In this case, the church. If you are part of a church but contribute nothing to make the church grow and prosper, I put it to you that you are a playful child who is enjoying good sermons free of child. So you are in church, you don't join the choir, you don't join any singing group, you don't join any dancing stars, you don't join airport stars, you do nothing. All you do is to just come on Sunday and even though when you come late, you don't have a Bible, you don't have a notebook, you just leave. You are a Christian. You, are, you may have been able to now take some decisions to come to church by yourself and all that, but you're a child because you're contributing nothing to the church. So how do you come about that? It's because you have decided not to grow. And how do you get out of that? It's to decisively contribute to the church and its furtherance. Whether financially or physically. You are certainly a part of the church, but you contribute nothing if you are a childlike Christian. You only come to church when you feel like it. Indeed, you are a spiritual child. So my prayer is that everybody listening to me will move from the first stage, which is the baby stage, will move beyond the second stage, which is the childhood stage, and then believe God to get to the last stage, which is the spiritual adulthood stage. You know, in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, the Bible says that but strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age. Strong meat belongeth to them that are full of age. At the stage of maturity, my brother and my sister, you begin to love the meat of the word. So when you see somebody who is matured, gotten to the point where we can describe the person as matured Christian. The person has Bible study and the teaching of the word. And that person is always enchanted in his spirit by these. I mean, the person wants to hear the word of God. Can't wait to listen to the same word again, over and over again. Because the church is comprised of many babies and children, you discover that a large number of Christians are not interested in the teaching of the word. They want something dramatic, something spectacular, and even crowds gather when there is a sensational minister in the house. And that's good. But that is a reflection of something wrong. A mature person knows that he cannot live on signs and wonders and miracles. He knows that it is the word that matters. A mature person understands the deep things of the word of God. 
you are mature, you will not spend your time naturally on popcorns and ice creams and no. So in the same way, a mature person understands the deep things of the word of God, the heavy things. Another important feature of a person who is mature is that he is skillful in the word of God. You know, the Bible says in the verse 13 of Hebrews chapter 5, it says that everyone that used that milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is a baby. He is a baby. To be skillful in the word means that you are able to share the word of God effectively with others. So do not make a mistake. Every Christian must develop until he is able to preach and teach. It is not only pastors who are supposed to preach the word of God. No. Preaching and teaching is characteristic of the mature stage of Christians and a Christian development. So let us be, let this be your goal. Very important. That you preach and teach as a clear characteristic of your maturity in Christ. Let this be your goal from today. In Jesus' name. And so brother, my sister listening to me, move on from there to the higher realms of ministry that God has for you. So when you, you see, I started reading Hebrews 5.14, came to Hebrews 5.13, and I'm ending in verse 12. For when, for the time you ought to be teachers. That's what the Bible is saying. You have need that one teach you. Then you are a baby. So there comes a time after you've been around in the church, maybe after three years, after three years you should be able to teach somebody. You should be basanta, the actual basanta leader who teaches your people, the prayer basanta leader who teaches your people. I mean something. So now let's look at getting to the end of today's session. How do you develop your spirit? Because I'm sure a lot of people are asking, so how do I develop my spirit? Developing a spirit is another way to describe growing in spirit. Thousands of dollars are spent to develop the minds of the human race in schools and colleges. Is it not so? It is so. And that explains why we have made such great strides in science and medicine. Money and time is also used to develop the body. There are key fit clubs and gyms everywhere. Human bodies are being developed into grotesque muscular giants. But therefore, you are more than a body. You are more than a mind. You are a spirit living in a body. You have a mind. You must also develop your spirit. The first key to developing your human spirit is the word of God. You know, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So it's this same word that is converted as milk to the newborn babies. That becomes meat to those who can handle it. Let's take note of that. Very important. And so let the word of God enter your spirit through your quiet time. You know, of late you realize that a lot of Christians do not do their quiet time. And that's a problem. Quiet time is you waking up in the morning, brushing your teeth, and then coming to sit somewhere you call secluded and spend time with God. You can start by thanking Him, ask God to forgive you of your sins and the sins of your family, and then what next you do? You just begin to delve deep, either using the dailies or whatever. You delve deep into the Bible and you begin to do your study. 
and that is how you begin to have the word of God so what I'm saying is let the word of God enter your spirit through your quiet time through Bible study through Bible reading and so and so forth every Christian must have a quiet time every day if you want to grow spiritually it's true I benefit greatly from spending time with the Lord every morning I have received many revelations from the Lord many many revelations during my quiet times Moses had quiet times with the Lord he went up to the mountain early in the morning to meet with the Lord he took two tables of stone to write down the revelations that God would give him and all this is in the Bible I mean you look at let's say Exodus 34 verse 1, 2 to 3 Bible said that he the two tables of stone and this is God speaking to Moses and be ready in the morning and come up in the morning and present thyself there and no man shall come up with thee so God was asking Moses to come up with him with two tables of stone so that God would give him revelation that he would have to write down and those revelations were going to be a guide to Moses. My brother, my sister, you need to have a Moses type of quiet time. Where you spend time early in the morning alone with the Lord. In Mark 135, Bible said that a great while before day, Jesus will wake up and go out alone into a solitary place and pray. And so a quiet time of Bible study and prayer is the most consistent way to feed your spirit. I hope you understand that. So I'm showing you how to develop your spirit. From being a baby stage Christian to a childhood stage Christian, from childhood stage to a mature adulthood stage. A mature adulthood stage, somebody will ask what's next. I mean grow in the mature adulthood stage. Where now you can memorize scriptures, you can quote scriptures, you don't have to look into the Bible to quote a scripture. It comes from your spirit naturally. Another good way of taking in the word is by listening to messages. These days, by virtue of technology, you can have messages on podcasts, you can have messages on pen drives, you can have messages on external drives. I mean, there are different ways to get messages. But the thing is that you must listen. The truth is that the second best way by which most of us have fed our spirit over the years is through listening to messages. I'm talking about preaching messages. I, myself, Bishop Chris, I always listen to messages all the time. Sometimes I sleep with it. And I'm blessed because I do. God has given us pastors, you see, and teachers. Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 to perfect the saints. In Jeremiah 3 15, it says that I'll give you pastors after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. You see, so your pastor, your teacher, the preachings that he preaches that are recorded, as you listen over and over again, your spirit begins to grow. You cannot see it with your physical eyes, but your spirit grows. If you hear something to do with demons and how to deal with them, and how not to give the devil any foothold, 
a teaching on that. You realize that now you'll be more conscious not to allow devils to play games with you. But either to if you are not ahead of that, you just allow Satan to play games with you. So sometimes you realize that your spirit man is able to take a decision and then is able to override the flesh because of what he's been hearing. That is why when you see a Christian who is not listening to messages, that person doesn't want to grow. Besides the fact that your spirit is receiving strength, energy, nutrients, what it is also is that Bible said that so then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as you keep hearing the word of God, your faith is also increasing. And this is Romans chapter 10 verse 17. So I've shared with you two major things, isn't it? The first is to read your Bible, do your Bible study quiet time. And the second is listening to messages constantly. And now I want to share a third major way of your spirit. And that is by praying in tongues. So quiet time, Bible reading, Bible study. And number two, you really, 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 number two, have to listen to messages. And number three, you really, really have to spend time praying in tongues. I said in tongues. And no wonder Paul said he prayed in tongues far more than all the apostles. Every Christian must develop the art of spending hours praying in the spirit, which is praying in tongues. Because the Bible says you should build up yourself in the faith when you pray in the Holy Spirit. That's Jude chapter 1 verse 20. And so, I want us to be a, a, a group of Christians in these last days. Who have spirits that are developed. Praying in the Holy Ghost is the same as praying in tongues. So you pray hours. Sometimes you ask yourself, what am I saying? Well, that is why it's mysterious. But what you're saying is making your spirit grow. Is there like somebody who has gone to the gym to work on his muscle? So when he lifts out the weight and he keeps ah, ah, in, out, in, out, in, out, over time the biceps builds up. So that's how it is. As you keep praying in tongues, your spiritual biceps become stronger and bigger. You grow. So in Jude, verse 20, is there, but be beloved, building up yourselves. Somebody say, I'll build. It's a building up yourselves. Of your most holy faith, that is Christianity, praying in the Holy Ghost. So, my brother, my sister, pray in tongues for an hour every day and see what will happen in your spiritual life over the next three months. I guarantee you will change your spiritual life if you will do this simple exercise. The Bible teaches us that you are spiritually charged and built upon you speaking tongues. You see, one time I was listening to my prophet. And he was teaching on what he called oikodomio. And oikodomio means built up or edify. You know, in First Corinthians chapter 14, the Bible says that he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself or builded up himself. So, as you pray in tongues, you realize that if it's a story building that you're building naturally, you put on ground floor, first floor, second floor, like that, and you keep going up. So as you pray in tongues, what is happening is that your spirit man is growing up, is growing wider, is growing deeper, 
to realize that now you can you can understand a lot of things you can withstand a lot of things you can appreciate a lot of things you can access a lot of things because your spirit man is growing and that's why many sessions ago I had to take my time and explain to you that would you think you would give a blade to a baby and we said no would you want to give a knife to a child a sharp knife to a child most of us would say no and then the question is, would you want to give your khaki to your child of 13 years? And the answer is no. Because such a person has not been built up enough to be able to handle these weapons. But I believe that you are comfortable to give a blade, give a knife to somebody who is 19 years old. Because that person naturally has grown and can handle these things. In the same way, in the realms of the spirit, if your spirit man is not developed enough, is not grown, what happens is that there are some blessings that the spirit man cannot receive. How sad it is. Are you understanding me? And so, it is important for us to get it. And then make sure that we pray more in tongues. Walk in these two keys of spiritual growth and nothing will be held back from you. I see God taking you out of your hiding place. Somebody say, Amen. I see him placing you before kings and permanent men as you develop your spirit. And so in closing for this session, I want you to know that God wants you to take your spirit man seriously. Let your spirit man develop. Let your spirit man become the stronger part of you. And how do you do that? Every day, decide to have a quiet time. Read an aspect of the Bible and then read. Read, 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 read. And as you keep reading, Revelations will begin to enter the spirit and then realize that now you are becoming a stronger Christian. And then the second thing that I said was that you have to listen to messages. Listen to messages. Very, very important. You know, there's a scripture in the Bible, Ezekiel chapter 2. And it's one of the most powerful scriptures that I believe every believer must take note of. In Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 1, the Bible says that. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. Verse 2. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me, and set me upon my feet, that I heard him that spake unto me. So what happens is that anytime you are hearing an anointed man of God speak, something is entering to you, and that is the Spirit. That's the anointing. Jesus said, He said that the, the flesh is weak. It is the spirit that quickeneth. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit in their life. And then John chapter 6, verse 63. He said, while Peter, you speak these words. He said, the, the spirit or the power fell upon all them that heard him. And so anytime you hear a man, a man of God preaching, or you keep listening to his messages, the anointing that was in the message begins to enter into you. And that's how your spirit man grows. And the third thing I've said, the third way of growing and developing your spirit is to speak more in tongues. Let tongue speaking be casual in your life. Let it be something you do so much that it becomes part of you. And as you speak in tongues, as you speak, speak, you know, one hour. 
two hours, three hours for me. Any time I spend hours praying in tongues and I come out of my prayer room, I begin to see the whole world under me. <laughs> and I believe a lot of people also have that experience. So, brother, pray more in tongues and let the spirit man grow. So, as your spirit grows, it will be, be able to control a lot of aspects of your life because your spirit is grown. May the Lord bless you. May He keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you. And may He give you peace in all your endeavors in the name of Jesus. Somebody say Amen. Now I want you to know if you are listening to me and you are not born again, this is the time for you to take that decision. I want to do another call, virtual. Listen to me. If you die now, where will you go? And I can vouch and tell you that you go to hell if you are not born again. And that, that's why Jesus always opens his heart to receive us. And he also says that open your heart that he will come in. Because he's standing at the door to knock. So if you want to pray this prayer with me, just say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. Please come into my life and be the Lord of my life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. From today I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, listen to me carefully. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer follow you. Jesus has set me free. And I am free indeed. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And by this simple prayer, you become born again. God bless you. Look for a very good church, a Bible-believing church, and join. I recommend you join our church. We are an Akazo Assemblies, part of the United Denomination originating from Lighthouse Group of Churches. We are located just at Nanyano, opposite the Petrosophiline Station. Nanyano Kakraba, to be precise. It's so what you're looking for. You just take a taxi from Kaso. He said you're looking for um, and a casual assemblies that is at Nyanyanokakaba. And I'm sure as you come in, you see the prophets, you see a billboard with the prophet's picture and myself, Bishop Chris, also on that billboard. Come. We always have services on Sundays. Two services. The first is what we call the refreshing service that starts from 7 up to 9. And then there's a 30 minutes break and the second service takes off. Two complete different congregations. The second service, the magnified word service. That starts from 9.30 and goes through up to 11.30, 12 there about. Come and be blessed, I tell you. And your life will never remain the same. It's your friend and your brother and your pastor, Bishop Chris Quinston Ado, that has been with you in terms of refreshing. Stay connected and I'll be back soon. In Jesus' name, bye-bye.
I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273 240 449 0540 77 49 41. Stay blessed.